everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection, and it's really breathable so you don't get hot. That's a win-win. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com slash PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbiotica is your solution to great-tasting all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or artificial nonsense. It's just pure goodness in every pouch. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. That's C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A.com. This is Brandon Kelly, the host of Blue Wire's new podcast, Golden Goal. Messi takes everybody up. Messi has got it! From Lionel Messi to Marta to Pele, our show takes a deep dive into soccer superstars. 2-0 and he's... What a World Cup for Megan Rapinoe! From Zlatan Ibrahimovic's brash confidence with the play to back it up to Megan Rapinoe's heroic outspokenness and World Cup flair. Each episode examines a personality of the world's game. We'll dig into Maradona's Hand of God performance and subsequent downfall, the teenage trio at Dortmund that signaled the next generation of superstars, and that infamous headbutt that slung Zinedine Zidane from glory. Golden Goal, soccer stars and the moments that made them. Premiering this summer on Blue Wire. Blue Wire. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the last. Oh, blocked by James. It's over. It's over. Cleveland is a city of champions once again. The Cleveland Cavaliers select Colin Sexton, Darius Garland. Here comes Sexton. Some rhythm. And he got it, young boy. Do you know what the Cavs fans are calling the Darius Garland, Colin Sexton backcourt? What? Sexland. Oh, that's good. Welcome to the Chase Down Podcast, part of the Blue Wire Network. I'm your host, Justin Rowan. With me today is my co-host, Carter Rodriguez. And I don't know how the league let this happen, Carter. How? How did the league let the reigning American Eastern Conference champions get Jordan Bell? Yeah, it kind of makes you uh, kind of wonder, like, is the is the rest of the league just sitting on their hands? You know, I mean, he was available for 29 teams to get. Actually, not. He was only available for seven other teams to get. But you get the <laughs> point. Um, and, you know, just the fact that this guy is, you know, a free agent, it kind of makes you uh, – kind of makes you question the competitive integrity of the league moving forward. It really um, does. And, and what are those other seven teams doing? Like, were, were they just valuing cash over him? 
I don't know. They must have. Um, I'll like tell you what, considerations though, I, or something along those lines. Yeah, I, I, I would consider this a big mistake for the rest <laughs> of the league. So um, I, I just think that, uh, you know, uh, ultimately, uh, you know, the Cavs made championship moves here today. Uh, they picked up, uh, you know, an absolute game changer, uh, mm-hmm. you know, uh, for, for practically nothing. Yeah. Um, and then they picked up D Wade. Yeah. Yeah, then so, next Jay, Draymond Green and Dean Wade in uh, the same day. Like, that's 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 money moves right there. That's what that is, Carter. I, it was funny because we I was thinking about taking this week off, and I want to wish everybody a happy early Canada Day and a happy Independence Day uh, for everyone in the States, which is the, the majority of our audience. Um, and then news happened. Uh, the Cavs needed to get to 15 players on the roster. Uh, they are officially under the luxury tax for the end of the season. So for uh, all the Nate Duncans of the world, uh, you, you can kind of geek over that. We're not going to go into that aspect. But the, the big headlines, I guess, uh, for this time of year, I guess you could call them big headlines. Uh, Dean Wade signed to the Alfonso McKinney deal, which is kind of a, a minimum <laughs> minimum salary extension with some guarantee money, but a lot of flexibility in what you want to do. And then uh, the other move was Jordan Bell, who signed, quote-unquote, a multi-year deal, which what that means is he gets 250000 uh, for the rest of this season and a non-guaranteed contract for next year. Basically, it just means the Cavs get a look at him for training camp. Carter, your thoughts on these moves? Well, guys, thank you so much for tuning into the Chase Down podcast. Uh, you know, we 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 had a lot of fun. Woo. And uh, what a pod! Uh, yeah. What a pod, Carter. Yeah. Okay. Uh, no, I mean, ultimately, you know, these are the kind of moves that like don't matter, and we should note that very much. They don't matter. Yep. But with that said, uh, you know, this is the way I felt after they signed McKinney to the the four year deal for like a total of five million dollars. It's just like. Those are the kind of deals that are really nice that bad teams, those are the kind of risks that, not even a risk, those are the kind of deals that kind of make me think Kobe Altman's got his shit together. Yeah. Um, because ultimately, those are the kind of moves that kind of are very, very little risk, very low exposure. I mean, Bell's contract is non-guaranteed. I think many of the years of Dean Wade's contract are non-guaranteed. Yeah. Um, but you can kind of keep these guys in your house um, in case they turn into anything. Yeah. Uh, and then you have them on a really affordable deal. I mean, on a, on a larger scale, even though this is a guy we didn't much care for, um, turned into a very positive trade asset was Jay Crowder. You know, a guy who, uh, you know, was making like $6 million a year uh, when there was a stretch where he probably should have been making more, but the Celtics locked him up early. He yeah. turned into a player, and then uh, they reaped some rewards for a year or two before Kyrie lost his mind. Um, so I, I think that these are the kind of, uh, transactions that make you feel really, really good, uh, moving forward. If you're, if you're a Cavs fan, because one, it's some continuity, which God knows we need it. And two, it's these guys, they, they might've seen enough out of Wade to kind of keep them around, at least in the, in the interim. Yeah. I, I mean, when you look at Wade, he's an athletic big that can shoot threes. Uh, he rebounds well. Um, he, he moves his feet on defense. Like that looks like a rotational big, even if it's a, a third center, I, I can see that. Um, I'd rather keep him around than Ante Zizic, who the, the Cavs did not um, pick up his option. So he's don't, don't factor him into your team building plans. Um, I'm calling who was it, it that took it? Who was it that before we put pivot? Who was it that took it real personally that we didn't believe in Ante Zizic? Was that Zavak? 
Zavak was one of them. There, there was quite a few. Zizic is in the long line of guys that people have wanted to replace Tristan with. Um, there, there was definitely a time where it was, hey, look, he's a, a seven-footer. Um, so we got to go with him. I Actually, this actually ties into what I was going to say really well because I wanted to – I'm making a, a little bit of a pivot here because I was going to mock people because after these signings came down back-to-back, I saw a conversation on Twitter. This just proves that Kobe Altman has no idea what he's doing. Uh, does this mean Nance is a full-time three? What, what, what does this mean for the rotation? And I, I think it's more of a reflection that the Cavs really just need to give some people some feel-good stuff. Because right now we're, we're looking for any reason to lash out. I shouldn't say we, but some people are looking for any reason to lash out. I can't necessarily blame them. But these are, let's, let's be honest what this is. This is the 14th and 15th man on the roster type signings. Nobody was complaining about Matt Mooney and what this means for how we're going to play Colin Sexton. Um, like, the, in all honesty, the odds that Jordan Bell plays a game for the Cavs, maybe 50-50 at best. I, I wouldn't bank on it. Um, but really, like, this is just – these are the end-of-roster signings, and if you know the name of these end-of-roster signings, then you try to figure out what they're going to do in the rotation. But reality is, as the team is currently constructed, neither of these guys are, are seeing minutes unless there's injuries. No, I mean, Bell had some uh... – you know, so, some cachet for a minute. Like, he was a rotate. He did play men's for them in the finals in 2017. Yeah. Um, And just kind of shows you how stacked that team was that he seemed really impactful in his little minutes of, like, being a energy guy and a lob <laughs> finisher. It's like, oh, yeah, it's because no one had to pay any attention to him whatsoever. A uh, friend of the pod gambling, uh, Savant Nate Jacobson in the chat, and Bulls fan in the chat, the $3.5 million in cash greater than Jordan Bell. Yeah. Um, and and Garpax won that one. <laughs> he did. I, I mean, if, if you're traded for cash considerations and the team that trades for you loses the trade, that's ooh. not good. That that's that's a really really tough scene. I mean, we're we're getting him for two hundred and fifty thousand in cash. So I don't know what that says about him. Honestly, sex line wouldn't be complete if we didn't sign the guy that ordered porn on Mike Brown's account. Like this. Was that a hotel room? Did he put it on his room? Yeah, yeah. He put it on Mike Brown's hotel room, which the, is just a fantastic story. That That's a, that's a heady play. This is the basketball IQ that we've been asking for. Who's paying this day and age, you know? <laughs> yeah, isn't there Wi-Fi? Like, yeah, I mean, and if anything, if you pay for the Wi-Fi, then... Yeah, I mean, that, this, that's what phones are that for. Is, that is quite literally bang for your buck. You're you're not wrong. Do people use phones more for porn than they do for actual phone calls these days? No, no. I think people still like to to crack open the old laptop. Really? I don't hmm. know. I don't know. I, Chat, see, I thought, in. I I thought you were going. I Both. thought you were going to go in the direction of people still use phones for phone calls, and I, I'm I just I really. Oh, I mean, I think people definitely do that. I. Just, just in the chat, if you're if you're here in the Twitch stream, just just do us a favor. Type phone or laptop. Mm-hmm. Um, or yeah, or if you're uh, listening to this on the podcast at the Chase Down Pod and, and let us know how you. Yeah, to but jerk don't off. put any. Yeah, if but, we're talking about time, context. stamina probably comes into this pretty heavily too, right? <laughs> like, how how old chatty are you versus how long? do you last it would be the real equation here we need a silicon valley this is what i'm trying to say 
Yeah, I, I think that's that's the only way, um, and as meaningful of a of a of a time of a way for us to spend our time as possible. We've got two comments in the chat: Billy and uh, Sai, computer, laptop. Mm-hmm. So I think I'm winning this one, Justin. You are so, winning. This sometimes one. you just want to see it on a monitor, and clearly Jordan Bell wanted to see it on a television. <laughs> yeah, God. he 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 doesn't have a an iPhone Max, so you know. So I, I guess the theoretical version of Jordan Bell is someone that's athletic and defend. I, I, I really don't even want to go too in depth with him because I, I really think that this is going to be kind of a training camp tryout. I mean, this is similar to what Miami did with Kendrick Nunn at the end of last season, right? Yeah, and, and here's, the, here's the problem for Bell is he's one of those guys who um, probably would be a great collegiate center yeah, um, and doesn't really make a ton of sense. Yeah, no. <laughs> Sorry, no, the chat's making like me laugh. Um, uh he he doesn't make a lot of sense in the modern NBA. He's not big enough, and he's not um, like he felt like he was could make some boneheaded decisions, which surprised me. Given the rap was he was like this uber intelligent Draymond esque guy, but I always felt like a bit more of an athlete than a genius. I mean, he could he could pass. Um, I, I think that's the thing that people miss with Draymond. Like, yes, Jordan Bell has a lot of the same physical tools, but in order to cover that much ground and be that good defensively at that size at six, five, you really, really need to understand what's going on there. Like you have to anticipate every single move and be in perfect positioning. Otherwise you just lose effectiveness. And I, I think that's part of why people had concerns uh, or have concerns with Draymond's longevity and how he's going to age. And Jordan Bell just, he doesn't have the, um, the IQ necessary to perform defense at a Draymond type level, which is no slight. Draymond, no, maybe top three smartest defenders I've ever seen. Yeah, because uh, every other defensive great had physical tools he doesn't really have. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's no slight that he's not that guy. His uh, nicknames on BB Ref, uh, Justin. Oh, this is er- important. Eraser. Okay. Here's 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 where he takes a left turn. Swatter boy. Is that what he was doing in the hotel room? Well, I think it's a water boy pun. I, I, I'm, I'm aware of that. I, I just want to call him cash considerations. I, I feel like that's the, uh, the best thing that we could call him. Yeah, I think that's fine. I don't know. Could be fun. Could be, could be a player. Um, here's the thing that hurts him, though, is there's just too many centers and not enough spacers. And, like, if you had to kind of bet on who was going to kind of uh, kind of look a little bit more likely to actually play some minutes in the Cavs next year. It's probably Dean Wade, yeah. Um, just because he does have the shooting. He's got some. He's a he's a draft pick, which like gives you some to some degree um, some cachet in the org. Um, and uh, I was kind of surprised they didn't play him more last year, to be honest. Yeah, I think that he probably would have got a little bit of burn down the stretch here. Um, like I, I think part of the goals that the Cavs wanted to uh, accomplish as the season wrapped up, if they theoretically were going to play the last 20 games of their schedule was testing out more with Drummond, um, maybe getting some Wade minutes in there, uh, more Kevin Porter Jr. Playmaking opportunities uh, were all kind of things that you would anticipate. But I, I think you're right. I think Wade is more likely to stick around with his team and get opportunities, even if both of them 
make the roster. Uh, I think that was a real smart observation by you that that's probably the right guy to bet on. And if you're looking to bet on things that aren't the Cavs, our friends at Bet Online got you covered because there is no shortage of action going on at our exclusive partners, betonline.ag. Sports are slowly making their way back, and Bet Online is leading the way with the best odds and lines for all of your UFC, NASCAR, boxing, and soccer matches. And if you need even more, they have simulated NFL, NBA, and UFC simulations all day, every day, live on their website. Looking for something other than sports? Bet Online has hundreds of casino games, poker tournaments, and prop bets to check out. Visit betonline.ag and use promo code BLUEWIRE for your free welcome bonus. That's one word blue wire bet online your online wagering experts so jr is gonna play huh he is going to play i cannot i'm i was so happy what a day what a day for the Cavs. uh jr smith signing with the lakers that that makes me happy i don't know if he's going to get a lot of minutes um so let's but, talk about it let's actually talk about it okay so i don't want to spend a ton, ton of time on this i not to pull back the current but it's i i don't feel that strongly about this but go well, I, you don't feel come on whoa 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 if he comes out and hits a three on the first shot of the game that he gets into oh it's i mean it's foul money like that's the thing but that's like, you're not gonna your heart's not gonna flutter a little bit oh my heart is going to flutter i'm i'm saying i don't really feel like there's a whole lot to talk about here like i, I think he might play I think he might play too, especially with Avery Bradley out of the mix. Avery Bradley's um, out. Caruso is, you know, uh, you know, unproven. Better, better than Fred Van Vliet, according to Twitter, is what I've been seeing lately. No, did you um, miss that? Did yeah, you miss those? Jesus takes? Christ! Well, there I was saw, like a I saw Nikias with some dumbass Caruso is better than Lou Williams takes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah dude. Yeah. The anti-Lou sentiment popped up out of nowhere. See, I've always been anti-Lou, so... I was for until he was awesome. <sighs> the the game got exactly to where he... Like, like basketball became what Lou is. Mm-hmm. And, like, like uh, on low, low did uh, the redraft with uh, Simmons uh, on his uh, feed. And he was like, no one has ever had Lou Williams' career, like, on basketball reference. Like, it's like... 15, 15, 15, and then like 24. <laughs> like, literally, he's averaging like 12 to 14 a game his entire career. In his age 32, 31 season, he goes to 23 points a game. Mm-hmm. Just on threes uh, and free throws, man. Yeah. I'll, I'll say this about the JR. I can't believe signing. you don't like a bucket getter like Lou. Uh, see, he doesn't get buckets when it counts. Like, he doesn't. What against- do you mean? He, he had the one good playoff, but prior to that, he has been a historic drop-off guy and doesn't really do things against good teams. And I, it's kind of the Isaiah Thomas thing where it's, I get he's a bucket getter, but there's just so many free throws that go away in the playoffs and his defense is so bad. I, I prefer I prefer different bucket getters. My tastes are just a little bit different. But when it comes Dude, to I, JR signing, when it comes to JR signing with the Lakers, I'm, you don't a, wanna, I'm happy to You don't want to play it. with me at all. No, no, I don't. Justin, Justin is hoping to get out of here by eight thirty, guys. Just so you know. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. I, I, no, I want to get to more Cavs stuff, and you keep taking uh, us to your Lakers. What the fuck else do we have to talk about? Um, Chris Vidor reporting that Andre Drummond and the Cavs have mutual interest in an extension. Oh my god! 
How about that? How about that? Yes, How about what Dean a... Wade can be? There, there's so much Cavs talk, and, and you just want to keep pivoting away. You're running I away am, from this. I thought, I thought we were pivoting off Cavs, to be honest. We didn't do a pre-production meeting. No, but I just wanted to get the ad read going, you know? Well, well that was a perfect time to pivot off the Cavs and talk about some bullshit. Yeah, well, you know what? Fine. What, what do you want to say with JR? I, I was just, you know what? Let's talk about Andre Drummond. So, okay. <laughs> Andre Drummond uh, says he might stick around. The Cavs said they might keep him. That's not news, Justin. Okay. Okay. What, what's, the, what's your JR news? <laughs> People are going to think we're actually fighting. This is not good. We got to stop. <laughs> Maybe we did need this week off. Maybe yeah, we man. needed time, time to make uh, absence to make a heart grow a little fonder. No, we don't have to talk JR. Uh, I do think if, if Fedor's uh, article is uh, actually accurate and it's not just lip service, which is the way I kind of took it, if I'm being honest, is um, uh, just like a bit of like, yeah, I might, I might stay. And it's like, no, you're not. Um, but if, if they do, that does, you know, continue to pour some cold water on our Okongwu dreams. I just keep thinking about it. Yeah, I'm... I feel it just like seems it's like very it's not unlikely. Happen. Yeah, I, I feel like it's unlikely that the dra- Cavs take a Kong. I'm kind of, I'm kind of at the point where I think that that's uh, very unlikely. Um, I am very happy that uh, Sam Vecini came on the podcast and compared Wiseman to Miles Turner because that makes it a little easier for me. Oh, okay, so he's going to block some shots and kind of do some fun things. That's that 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 makes it less of a doomsday scenario. I still want nothing to do with Anthony Edwards, who signed with Clutch this week. Um, for the record, I don't think that means anything when it comes to the Cavs. I, I think I actually think it might make it less likely because that is not a good fit for Edwards at all. And I, I think both uh, Edwards and Rich Paul recognize that. Um, so I, they, their priority is usually to get guys in the best position to kind of maximize their playing potential and i i just can't see the Cavs being that justin you talking about not wanting edwards um makes me think oh god like may, makes me think that i i have a resolution for the draft okay let's hear it i'm not gonna complain i think this draft is so shitty that if they like, I guess hold on. Let me couch it. If they get the first overall pick, they won't piss me off with whoever they pick. I will say this: I think if they get the first overall pick, they're trading it. Um, I don't think be, anyone wants it. No, people want it. People want to trade for ball. Like that that is a thing that is happening. There there are teams that want to get ball, and I wouldn't be surprised if they either trade back or trade out of the draft altogether. Trade out of the draft. Yeah, I, I mean... For if, who? I don't know. If they trade out of the draft, let's say they can package that pick with Kevin Love and get a young player, I, I think they do that. I, I think that... The number one that. overall pick? Yes. I, I mean, I might be crazy here. I am crazy, but... You are crazy. <laughs> They're not going to do that. I think trading back is far more likely. I um, think it's very possible they trade back, but trading out, no fucking way. Well, I you know what I ne- never say never, especially when it comes to the Cleveland Cavaliers. Um, no, no. But I, a, I do think your re- excellent point. I do think your resolution is smart on not complaining. And you know what, this actually ties in well uh, to the whole Jordan Bell signing because I think 
we get a little too wound up over the draft when really we don't know shit. And I think you and I do a pretty good job of communicating that we don't know shit when it comes to this, but there just isn't an opportunity cost this year. Like if you whiff on the pick, it's not going to haunt you the same way that the Kings are haunted by not taking Luca. Like, I don't think you're going, I don't think Bickerstaff is going to be going to the front office being like, Hey, you know, we, we really, we, we could have taken Denny. I, I just don't see that happening. No. Um, I mean, I think someone's going to be really good. I just don't Probably. think anyone's going to be like really great. What you really want is for it just not to be an abject disaster. Mm-hmm. That's really the goal. Yeah. Well, I, I do think with how bad this draft is, uh, history would kind of indicate that the Cavs are going to get the first overall pick in this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then everyone's I, gonna, and then everyone's gonna say, "Oh, how much do they need?" As though, as though they're just chomping at the bit to go draft <laughs> Anthony Edwards. Yeah, exactly. I, it's if there was ever a draft to fall back, and I'd be pretty okay with it being this one. Um, but yeah, it's it's just one of those weird things. The Drummond thing, I agree with you. I think it's mostly lip service. I will say this though, I'm, I'm, I've soured on Drummond, but I did want him on the Cavs prior to the trade deadline. I, I thought that, that was a guy that the Cavs should take a flyer on, and I don't want to abandon that just yet. Um, I was okay with how he played in Detroit. Like I, I liked him more in Detroit. I thought he was slightly unhinged when it came to Cleveland. I don't want to give him the, the type of money that he's going to want. But if it's like, let's say a three-year, $60 million contract or something like that, if he proves it next season, like if he comes out and he's playing hard um, and kind of committed to the organization, I'd be okay with it. If they just signed him to an extension this summer, though, that's going to be something that's really tough for me to swallow. And I'm, but I'm what just, if it's an affordable one? What if it's like $14 million, $15 million? I, well, I, I mean, I don't think there's any possibility he goes that low, but I would... N- I would not be thrilled at the process there. Like if they would have had the extra 20 games to really try things out with Drummond, then absolutely I'd be fine with that. But at this point, I don't think he's really shown enough and you can't be suckered into the Andrew Wiggins. I promise I'm going to try contract extension. And nope. I, I need to see a little bit more leadership from him. I'm, I'm fine with him taking the odd three or two. If that's what it takes for him to buy in in every other aspect of his game, shoot the threes they're funny I'll, I'll take it um but ultimately he is still someone that fits the the timeline he has been an all-star I, I think that he can be an effective player um but whether or not he's willing to actually realize his potential is, is a whole other story yeah I I don't know I don't mind him at all I think he can play I think that um you know I mind him if they don't take a better player or better prospect because he's there but not like there's anything ironclad there i i don't know i i think an affordable extension uh, i would rather play have him play a little bit next year too mm-hmm. but um i don't know like yeah he loafs a bit and yeah he can be on little you know kind of his little point drum and adventures are not great but like every now, now and again he's like whoa this guy is really talented he's probably the most talented player on the roster at this yes. point he 100 percent is the still best player on the roster. No, I, I I think he's a better player than Love at this point of their careers. I don't I don't agree with that just because of the ancillary value. Like Drummond doesn't do enough of the little things to like like you know what I mean. Like well you know is actually uh, we talked about it in this last pod, but I actually listened to the full pod 
uh, mm-hmm. in between where Simmons was talking about how the Cavs kind of ruined Kevin Love. And he was talking about uh, how, like, you know, uh, Rose, you know, you would be more confident that on a, you know, he could be a top three guy on a title team. I'm like, Love was a top three guy on a title team, you dick. <laughs> so I don't know. Love loves ability. Well, maybe Bill Simmons just really likes uh, Tristan Thompson, who should have been bought out. Yeah, oh, yeah. 100%. According to him. Uh, you know, I just feel like uh, Drummond's, you know, uh, health and continuity is there. Um, but I, I That's a big thing. He doesn't really leave his feet a whole if, lot. Yeah. <laughs> You're kidding me. If I, were, if I were a contender, I'd still rather trade for Kevin Love. That, that's fair. I mean, he's probably easier to slot into a contending team. Um, but I, I do think at this point, Drummond's a better player. But you know what? It, it, it's at least a discussion. And... Point is, I, I like him. I like him but more than most. I, I, I love mashers and people who keep plays alive with offensive rebound. He's just huge. Yeah. Um, I think that if you build a decent defensive infrastructure around him, then he could really thrive. I remain annoyed um, as a general basketball fan that the Clippers didn't go get him. Yeah. Um, on a flyer um, and just have Ballmer eat the money because mm-hmm. they had matching salary to go do that yeah. uh, with Harkless. And I was like, man, like if there's a spot that that Clippers team I don't love is that they just don't have a masher. Like mm-hmm. Harrell's undersized and like, like I would have liked a kind of a switchy rim protecty kind of hybrid center that also could just eat up on the boards like i thought he would have been really fun there and i still think it was a mistake that he didn't end up landing there yeah i i think that that's a, a valid observation and i mean it was just so little time that we had with him right like he and he was in the middle of moving upset that detroit kind of traded him after indicating that they weren't going to um the coming into the Bayline situation and like immediately realizing that this is a disaster, then Bayline uh, resigning, Bickerstaff taking over, transition, like just the absolute weirdest circumstances. And this is just another thing. Like, I feel like we, we would have such a better idea what this team is. If you had that Garland post all-star break stretch, the, the 20 games that helped us kind of buy into Sexton uh, more time to see Drummond, more time to see what Bickerstaff is doing, more time to see what KPJ is doing. Like, it's just such a weird circumstance, and this is going to drag out until December. Um, it, it's just such a weird spot. Like, I thought it was a worthwhile. I don't flyer. think. Yeah, it was I a think... worthwhile. It was a worthwhile flyer from Altman, and the, no one could have predicted this pandemic. Yeah, I think unfortunately, the Cavs didn't answer a lot of questions this season. No, um, no, no, no. And, and a lot of those questions, you know, and I think there's always, we always joke about kind of needing to throw out the late season bursts that you get when everyone stops caring, but not even having that. Um, yeah, I mean, that's kind of wrap that's, up the year. It's just, it's just that's my bread still and butter. A lot of that is my bread and butter. Yeah, is that, that's that spot. Those little stretches can give me hope for like three years. That, that's all I really need. Um, we, we also, did you see uh, the, the article? Um, so Garland kind of addressed the season that he had and basically said I, he was always kind of in his own head about the knee and he's fully healthy now. That's that's the type of stuff that, that gets me excited, even though it, it's kind of it's kind of the typical top talk that you get uh, from players like that. But he has enough valid excuses uh, that, that I'm willing to buy in. Yeah, I think that's fair. Hey, one thing I wanted to hit on before we wrap. I know we said short pod, but we're going 40 minutes, so here we are. Um, I want to say, do, 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 there was a chat. Uh, I think it was uh, Eden Am 
or maybe it was GFC Billy who asked about the uh, delete eight, the eight teams who are not invited, trying to do a second site uh, with televised games. Your thoughts? Fuck yeah. Uh, like, It'd be I, fun. I actually got really jealous um, of the other fans uh, like a week ago when the schedule first got announced. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was like, oh, that's like the first time I was like, oh, I guess I'm not going to get to watch the Cavs anymore. I kind of I, I would watch, I wouldn't watch a month of wine and gold scrimmages. Like, I I want to see the Cavs play, and I'm. I mean, we don't even have to go into the the whole safety aspect of that. I, I think it's, it's fair no, to say let's... a lot. I think it's fair to say a lot of that's kind of been punted. But like, realistically, the, they're going to play at some point here. There, there's going to be something for us to to talk about and to watch, um, because I I think those those teams they don't want to go that long without playing without any competitive basketball. Um, so I, I know they're they're looking for permission to have some sort of camps. Um, so you know what, having guys like Dean Wade, Jordan Bell in the mix, um, and, and trying things out, um, whether it be with other teams or, or scrimmages that maybe they are going to get a little more information than we currently realize. Yeah. I, I, I really hope that they can find some way to kind of evaluate these guys and help Dylan Windler, you know, uh, a guy who might actually get to play a little bit. Oh uh, God, I yeah. see Kane talking about him in the chat. So, uh, first off, Kane, he was not a lottery pick. He was a very late first-rounder. But nevertheless, uh, I, I, there's so much we have to find out about. Um, and hopefully we do get a chance to get some explorations. I do not think that these Elite Eight teams will be getting to play. I don't yeah. think the NBA wants that level of exposure. I think enough of the players won't want to go. Um, mm-hmm. You know, not everyone's full of – you know, like, you know, everyone you hear the Cavs, oh, we're really hungry, we really want to play – does Kevin Love want to? Does Andre <laughs> Drummond want to? I say nay. I have a question for you before we wrap this thing up. Um, is Dean Wade, so he had the 2020 game that I, I posted with the bucket caption because that's the way that you have to kind of do things. Sure. Um, but is him having that game more or less impressive than him surviving a Bayline Summer League without dying? What is his career accolade? Did he play in Summer League? Oh, yeah. He played in Summer League. He was he was fun at first and then sucked. Like, he was just gassed along with everybody else. Yeah. Remember how horrible Summer League was? I didn't even think about the fact that these guys were, like, literally, like, collapsing on the court yeah. and being asked to go play. You know, three a days on back-to-back games. You know, it's it's what you want to see. Like, him surviving is truly one of the most impressive things I've seen from a player. Yep. So, <laughs> I don't know, man. Well, we'll see if uh we'll see if he can uh he can actually play uh a, a normal fucking summer league uh this year and Yeah, and, and if, get Kevin, a if, if Kevin Love stays home which you know what I could see Kevin Love playing. I, I think I, I could see him getting a little bit of exercise and because he he's not having his same summer that he had last year. He's not thriving all over the world. But if he doesn't play, at least Wade can kind of fill in and be Kevin Love because we we all know that he has the next Kevin Love. Very very similar um, in terms of skill set and output. And, Check and the for thirty sixes. <laughs> You know what? You and your stats, you and these per 36, what does it even mean, Carter? What does it all mean, Basil? We should <laughs> we should wrap. I got nothing else. All right. So that's 
that's all we have here. You guys have a great candidate. Have a happy Independence Day. Enjoy yourself. Stay safe. If you want to support the podcast, you can do so by leaving a rating, leave a review, subscribe, unsubscribe, resubscribe, and help cook those books. If you want to be part of our Chase Down Discord, you can send a screenshot of your review to chasedownpod at gmail.com. Also, you can at chasedownpod on Twitter. Uh, to let us know how you prefer to jerk off. We'd love to hear your feedback there. (laughs) So big thanks to Carter. Thanks to all of our listeners. Stay safe out there. And until next time, go Cats. Bye.